This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 18th of April. Jazzy boy, Australians have cut back on online shopping, according to Air Wallet. Mm-hmm. Now, revenue at Australian online retailers have fallen by $124 million over the last 12 months. In particular, we've seen a drop in discretionary products like clothes and fashion. Seen a bit of fashion repeating from you, B-Man. <laughs> now, remember when Wordle took over the world? And then Hurdle, the music version of Wordle, was acquired by Spotify? Oh, yeah. Well, now after less than 12 months... Spotify is shutting down Hurdle just as I was getting good at it. Three erratic stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Coles, Harvey Norman and Maya credit card customers have had their private data exposed in Latitude Financial's recent cyber attack. Oh, this one just keeps growing and growing and growing. Yes. Tell me more. So in early March, Latitude released a statement that the data of more than 300,000 customers was stolen in a cyber attack. But Brett, by late March, Latitude admitted that the driver's license details of 7.9 9 million Australian and New Zealand customers had also been stolen. And then an additional 6.1 million <laughs> data records were stolen. So all in all, more than 14 million customers' details. But Juzzy Boy, here's the thing. This doesn't only impact Latitude. It also impacts all the retailers who have partnered with Latitude. We're talking Coles, yep. Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, Maya. Because all of these companies have offered interest-free credit cards, which were branded Coles or branded Harvey Norman. <laughs> but they were effectively just Latitude financial products that have been white labeled. So what is the key learning here? White labeling is a term used for taking third-party products, Mm -hmm. throwing your own brand or label on it, and then marketing the product as your very own. In this case, credit cards were created and operated by Latitude. But the credit cards were sold to consumers under another brand like Coles, Credit Card or JB Hi-Fi. And Brett, in banking, white labeling is particularly common. And why, oh why, (laughs) is that Jazzy Boy? That is because the financial services space has a whole lot of regulation and obligations too. So rather than taking on these obligations themselves, these organisations prefer to leave that to the banks and the lenders. They leverage their own brand, their own customer base, and then take a tasty slice of the credit card revenue. But Juzzy Boy, the risk is that companies like Coles or JB mm-hmm. Hi-Fi, they don't have control over the entire end-to-end experience. Especially the database. Mm-hmm. And Brett, in this case, it's really come to bite them on the backside. Yep. For our second story, Netflix, Paramount and Amazon may be required to spend up to 20 of their Australian revenue on new Australian programs. Bring back the prices right, I say. <laughs> Tell me what's going on here. All right, so it's fair to say that the streaming giants have come to Australia and really shaken things up since they planted their flags. Get this. By June last year, Australians were paying for 23.4 million TV subscriptions. We're talking over 6 million subscribers on Netflix, mm-hmm. 2.6 million on Disney+, Plus, and Stan, well, they've got around 2.4 mil. Not to mention the others like Apple TV+, Plus, Binge, KO, and Paramount+. Plus. Now, the Australian... Australian government is looking at a range of ways to make global streaming giants create local programs. And the leading option is a model that actually forces streaming services to allocate 20% of subscription revenue to Australian drama, documentaries, and children's programs. And Jazzy Boy, no, they can't include sport as part of this allocation. So what is the key learning here? To create a level playing field, you need consistent regulations across all competitors. Now, Brett, unlike the commercial free-to-air broadcasters and Foxtel, streaming giants haven't been regulated in the same way in Australia yet. You see, Jazzy Boy, free-to-air broadcasters in Australia need to broadcast a minimum of 55% Australian programming between 6am and midnight. And right now, there ain't any obligation on streaming companies. And Jazzy Boy, this poses a threat to the local stories being produced. And the local talent being discovered. For our third and final story, Disney's latest animated release, Strange World, has lost the studio almost 300 million US dollars because families prefer to 
watch on Disney Plus. Strange Worlds sure having a strange time, Brett. So mm-hmm. what is the story here? All right, Jazzy Boy, usually you know when Disney's releasing an animated film, mm-hmm. it's going to be a major hit, both with kids and adults. Big Frozen, Big Hero 6, Moana, iconic films. And this one was no different. We're talking Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, Lucy Liu. What could go wrong, Jazzy Boy? Tell me. <laughs> Except Disney's latest animated release, Strange World, has majorly bombed at the box office, losing Disney almost 300 million US dollars. Cinema audiences weren't big fans, but weirdly enough, Jazzy Boy, the movie was pretty popular on Disney+. Plus. We know Disney+, Plus has grown massively since it first came out in 2019. So much so that it looks like viewers are too comfortable watching movies on Disney+, Plus to even think about going to the cinemas. So what is your key learning here? Company strategy and numero uno, make your customer create habits with your product. But in Disney's case, it looks like this strategy might have backfired. See, Jazzy Boy, over the last couple of years, Disney's customers have built a habit of watching new releases, not through the cinema, but on Disney+. Plus. In 2020 and 2021, Disney released movies like Soul, Luca, Turning Red, mm. straight to Disney+, Plus rather than in cinemas. So now, Disney subscribers are pretty used to watching the new releases on their couch at home. So it looks like Disney's done a bit too good of a job making their films accessible through streaming. And it's coming at the cost of their box office. And Dennis Quaid's career. <laughs> hey man, you know when I'm enjoying an app, I love referring you and all our other mates. Especially if it gives you 20 times more of a chance to win prizes. That's exactly what happens in Win the Week, our weekly savings game. Refer a friend and get 20 times more chances to win. Honestly, it sounds too good to be true, Jazzy Boy. Can it be real? Download the Flux app, play Win the Week, and make sure to refer your friends. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.